Isaiah said that the Lord spoke to the king and said, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But when the king refused, God would not be stopped. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. God wants us to know that even when we are not sure ourselves, God wants us to experience God's presence even when we think we can handle life on our own. God sends us signs of God's presence with us. All we need to do is keep our eyes open and look. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne, him, until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. We light these candles, the candle of joyous hope, of proclaimed peace, of deep everlasting joy, and today of presence that speaks of love as a sign that no matter our circumstance, we are not alone. Hey, let's give another round of applause for all the kids. Also for Tim. Tim does so much for the life of this church. And he likes to be in the background, but he's so good. We are in, I think, one of the, the most important seasons of every year. And we are upon it again. Uh, our world needs Christmas. We need it. Uh, we can look around and we can see the brokenness of the world. And we can often just say, well, that's just how it's going to be. And God saw that brokenness as well. And that's why he allowed for his son to come and be with us. And so every year we get this opportunity to be able to say in the midst of the mess, remember that God still believes in his creation so much that he came and brought his one and only son into this world. And that's a beautiful thing. And I'll tell you, this week there might be specials and there, there might be parties and every, all those different things. But everything about this week in your world, yes. But I believe also in your friends who don't know about Jesus or have said, I don't need church or anything. Everything about their lives in this coming week is about Jesus. It is. And the thing is, is it is because they desperately need Jesus. This is the time right now where we as a church can be the light of Jesus. Where we've talked about already, we've talked about hope peace and joy. Everybody needs that. Everybody needs that. And so that's why I say you need to invite. The best thing that will happen to you in this season, I kid you not, is when you bring a friend or a family member to Christmas Eve service. You say, oh, I don't think so. Yes, it is. All right? And so that's my challenge to you. This is the season. Charlie Brown talks about Jesus. Kevin McAllister shows up at church. All of these things are because it's all about Jesus. And so when we miss an opportunity to share Jesus, we miss sharing the love that came into this world. So my challenge for you, my challenge for myself, 
is to invite. We have three services. Eve before you leave on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. We have on Christmas Eve. Thank goodness we're not doing an outdoor service this year. It's going to be 6 degrees. We'll all be nice inside and cozy. We're going to be having a service at 1 o'clock and 2.30. We have three opportunities to all of us can come, but also then we can bring friends to experience the amazing message of Jesus. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you so much for the grace and the love that you have for us through your son, Jesus. And Lord, we thank you so much that you are a God who watches over us in all things and through all things. And so our prayer, Lord, is, is simply this, that our hearts be open to you, not just to receive from you, but also to share your love with others, to share it in a way where lives will be changed and transformed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As we look at the Christmas story, it's a powerful one. It's a powerful one. How many of you have watched Charlie Brown Christmas so far this year? Good amount of hands, you still have time. Every time, we just watched it uh, a few days ago in our home, and every time we get to the part of Linus, where he reads from Luke, the Gospel of Luke, I get choked up every time. In the midst of the, yeah, I'm paying attention, kids, and I'm scrolling on my phone, I all of a sudden just put that phone down, and I just hear those words, and I hear of the miracle. The miracle. You know, and we can get wrapped up into miracles, right? Miracle of uh, 42nd, wait, 34th Street. Is that the, is the 34th? Not, I really did put 42nd Street in my notes. But 34th Street, right? Santa Claus, oh my goodness, right? That miracle. The miracle of Dunkirk with any of you military buffs out there. The miracle of 2016 when the Chicago Cubs won a World Series. I mean, all of these miracles across the way, right? But there is none different. There's nothing like the miracle in the manger. There's nothing like it. And the point is this, is that those things, man, like Ch Chicago and all those bandwagon fans all across all over the world, they were so excited for that one year every century, that, that one time that they won. So anyway, but then also all the other miracles along the way. They're, they're for areas, there was for community, for a country, for, for others. But this is the thing, the miracle in the manger wasn't just for Bethlehem wasn't for the Middle East. It was for the world. It was for the world. That miracle changed everything. When God said, I want to be with what I've created, he's saying, I want what I've created to know drastically that I love them, that I care for them. When I was a kid, my parents raised me in the church we never missed a service. We just never did. And, and on Christmas Eve, there was two services in the evening. And there was one, I believe, probably around a 7 o'clock service. And you had the, and I grew up in a, you know, stained glass window church. And it was beautiful and it was great. So you had the con, some kind of singing happening at the 7 o'clock service. And then we would go, because um, there were some families that weren't from the area, so we'd always hang out. And so then we would go to one of our friend's houses, and we would just have treats between the services. And so we would hang out with our buddies, and we'd have a good time. But I, what I always remembered, what I loved about it, was that there was an assortment of Christmas cookies. 
So when people ask me, what's your favorite Christmas cookie? I'm like, the one that's the ginormous tray and I can just have a bunch of them, right? That's my favorite cookie, right? The assorted tray. I love it. And I love it because it also was this time where my parents weren't paying attention because they were hanging out with their friends. And so I would just load up on cookies. And the excitement of Christmas and the excitement of sugar, it's a, it's a wonder that I ever fell asleep at night. But I, I've always had that image in my head that Jesus came into the world and it was this beautiful thing. He came for the assortment of the cookie tray. But no, he came for the assortment of the world. His love is for everyone. We don't miss out on it. And we need it. We need it. We need it. Because in a world where often we see people all around us that we just shake our heads at and we complain about, because that is what our, our culture is often asking us to do. They're not like you. Put your head down and be like, I don't need you. But Jesus, when he came in, he said, it's for all. And that's the magnitude of this miracle, of the great love that God has for us. Because it's for the whole cookie tray to be redeemed, to be restored, and to be made new. The Christmas carol, I think, is the best Christmas story, right, outside of, outside of Jesus. But right, you have Ebenezer Scrooge. And everybody has their favorite Christmas carol and how, who, who performs it the best. I prefer straight from, the, from Charles Dickens' mouth, you know. I, I, love, I love, it's a short little, it really it's a few hours if you listen to it on audiobook. And it's a short read. It's great. And I love it. And I love it. And I think I love it because I think for me I can always in some ways not connect with, well, maybe Tiny Tim, I guess, but, but, but I can connect more with Scrooge. Not because I have all the money and I'm just hoarding it away, but I can allow for my past, my present, and my future to be something that I drastically worry about way too much. And the thing is, is that when we have this story of the Christmas character of this man who, who, who had everything in the eyes of the world, right? He had it all. He yet didn't have love. And often people would scowl at him just as he would scowl back. And most people would say, he's just an unredeemable person. If you watched the new Will Ferrell movie, you might know where I'm going with this, but... They would say he is an unredeemable person. And I think often in our lives, either we can point the finger at others and say, you're unredeemable, or we can point the finger at ourselves. Christmas is the reminder that God came in and you are on that assorted Christmas cookie tray. And he says, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. We need Christmas. We need this miracle. In this day, where I believe so many things can allow for us to feel like we are not where we should be, God is saying, you're right where I need you to be. 
Are you ready to receive this love? As we come into the fourth Sunday of Advent, I love Advent, that's the question. Are you ready to receive this love? Are you ready to be redeemed and restored? Are you ready, whatever the thing that is is creeping up on you or calling for you to be worried about so many things, are you ready to lay that down? Are you ready to go outside and dance around and take the Christmas goose to Tiny Tim's family? Are you ready to be changed? That's what I'm saying. Are you ready to be changed? As I've said many times, a theology without transformation is no theology at all. God wants to change you. Are you going to allow for God's love to change you into who he is calling you to be and to become? This is love. This is great love. Open yourselves up. Experience the love of Jesus. And be ready to go and share this love to those around you. Would you pray with me? God, thank you so much for your grace. Thank you so much for your peace. Thank you so much for your hope and joy. Our prayer now, though, is just simply thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for being there when we know that we might be lost. You come in, swoop in, and you love us. This season, right now, help us. Help us to say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I am Tiny Tim Dustin. That's actually Tiny Al. Anyway, oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> as we come to the end of service this morning, uh, I want you to stand up right now uh, because we're going to sing, but we're going to also receive communion. And as we receive communion, this is, this is the thing. Uh, it, it's, it is a reminder to us that we are fallen. We are fallen and that we have a Savior who, can, who is going to restore us and redeem us. But this is the thing. I want you to, before we get to this point, I want you to turn to someone, and just so that they know this, uh, I want, the, you, want you to tell them that Jesus flat out loves you. Can you tell someone that right now? Jesus flat out loves you. Jesus flat out loves Flat out. He does. He doesn't have a favorite Christmas cookie. You're his favorite Christmas cookie, anyway. But Jesus flat out loves you. And as we come forward, our response to him is, I love you. You are my Savior. You are the way, the truth, and the life. And I need you more than anything else. So as we come and receive, all who believe and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord is welcome to the table. And as we take this, we are reminded that Christ laid down his life for us so that we know that we will be loved now and forever. And as in this, 
we celebrate. Would you pray with me? Oh, holy God, thank you so much for your son Jesus, who came into this world as a small child, as a humble child, to allow for his life to be one that we seek in following every day of ours. And so, Lord, we pray right now that this, this juice and this bread represent to us your body that was broken for us and your blood that was spilled for us so that we can be forgiven of our sins and so that we can step into the life that you are calling us to live. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As you come forward to receive, we'll be singing a worship song, and then you'll go back to your seats. And as you're back there, uh, wait until the end, and I'll come forward and we'll take communion together. Let us come and receive the love of Jesus. Jesus was laid in a trough that the perfect lamb would have been laid in. We sing a song about remembering that the perfect sacrifice went to the cross. Because he knew that we are not perfect. And yet his blood and his body becomes the sacrifice so that we might live. We do not take communion lightly. We do not take it so we can just keep on sinning, but we take it because we want to keep on growing more holy. Let us grow closer to Christ in this season. Don't get trapped. Don't get trapped this week about your response being, oh, it's just so busy. Oh, I've got to go to this next thing. I just want this day to be over. Don't get trapped into that. Get trapped in the miracle of Jesus. Get trapped in the love of Christ. What are you doing this weekend? Celebrating a Savior that I desperately need. Get trapped in that. We need this. I need this. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take me. All right, keep your eyes open for this prayer. Put your arms out in front of you. We're going to leave this place, and we are going to be bright, shining lights for Jesus this week. All right? Jesus, come and fill us. Let our hearts be prepared to be used by you. If we hear the Spirit prompting us to share the love of Jesus, we will do it. Let us go and be the love of of Jesus in this week. Amen. Go with Christ. Excited to celebrate this week with you guys. Blessings.